Ah, underrated but confident. Podcast number 17. We're in the building. We had a little bit of a vacation. Uh, some little bit of timeline of our events. I moved to Charlotte. The host, he flocked. He moved. Accepted <laughs> a new job down here, but we're still going strong. Four best friends y'all could ever have joining you on a beautiful Taco Tuesday, by the way. If you guys saw on Snapchat, Tuesday. it is Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesdays with some Bud Light. Nothing better. Good times. So, we're going to roll into it. Guys, I know uh, week this past weekend just you know happened. It's Tuesday. Trace, what'd you do this past weekend, man? Give us give us the lowdown. What what what'd you do? Yeah, not, not much on the weekend, but last week I was at Cedar Point for two or three days, and mm, it was there just you go. awesome. That's my favorite place probably on earth. I, I cannot get enough of Cedar Point. I love it to death. So much fun. You got the best roller coasters on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's all, I, I ne- never get old. I love that. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I, but the start, we got back like Thursday or I think or whatever it was. But I, and then I just started working my summer camp gig. But other than that, not really much else has been going on. But that was so much fun. I always love going to Cedar Point. Yeah, dude. It's it's. I've only been once, but like, dude, it was a it was a good time. And then. <laughs> I was. I always heard that that rumor. Like you can see Canada from like one of the one of the rides. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like probably like, true. We're, well, yeah, we're in Ohio, but we can see uh, Kawhi Leonard and all them over there. Like, hey, what's up, brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you basically oh look, there's Canada. Yeah, you basically got double uh, double citizenship right there. You just you don't even know it. <laughs> so, rumor has no. it when you get to the top of the roller coaster, you can hear ha ha. Huh. <laughs> and then you go down. Best laugh in history for sure. Greatest laugh. Do fun? That was. What'd you do? That was fun, Moon. Wait, who? Zach. Who? Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, what did I do this weekend? He oh, went to a power. <laughs> went to a power games last week. Uh, that was a that was a fun game. Uh, power down four to one, going into the bottom of the eighth inning. Loaded the bases and hit a go ahead grand slam. Woo! Wow. Tried to make it to uh, the home run derby tonight. Supposed to rain. Didn't. <laughs> of course. Fuck the news. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna piss pour rain all day. You probably shouldn't do jack shit. Oh fuck, it's dry. Dude, guess guess who uh, is in Charlotte the next three nights? Jesus Christ himself, Tim Tebow, with the AAA affiliate of the Mets playing the Knights. Tebow! Tebow time, baby. What a time to be alive. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I want to go see him. (laughs) I cannot wait to see his subpar two of five average. Uh, Anyway, absolutely. Good times. Uh, Jimmy, what'd you do, man? Uh, let's see. Saturday, played golf with Dad for a Father's Day thing. For, you know, Father's Day stuff. Uh, that was fun. Played it awful, but it was good weather. <laughs> and um, met up with the old Candace and ate yeah. some sushi, drank some beer, hey. and then took a long old nap and partied way too long. And then Saturday, hungover. Hell, yeah. like shit. Sunday, hungover, went to help Dad win the yard. And uh, yeah, had a, had a nice little, nice little chill weekend. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I, I went, I went back home to West Virginia this weekend and kind of hung out with Dad for Father's Day. 
uh met up with eric and wade at fireside which is always a good time it dude it was like it must have been like divorcee night there that night <laughs> because there is nothing but like like 40 to 50 year old bitches just screaming and hollering and drunk and all right i mean oh. I, I mean you were thriving you were thriving in that situation if you were of age basically <laughs> so um that was cool you know just getting to see them hang out hang out with dad all that we went to church together on sunday and he just leaned over and he was like you're still drunk aren't you i was like dude you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sitting here talking to jesus absolutely hammered off bud lights but <laughs> living my best life so it's all good you know yeah what is it is what it is but um yeah we i mean we got a great episode tonight lined up fellas uh we got lots to talk about so yeah let's roll right into it with that being said we have to start with probably the biggest news going on right now nba stuff this is it's a crazy time with free agency starting and of course the finals ending i don't think anybody really expected the raptors to win that series but thankfully praise jesus they won the series they beat the warriors it was awesome uh, we'll touch on it more here coming up as, as far as the, you know, the Warriors injury issues and everything. And we'll give our two cents or well, all our different opinions on it. But, uh, and then of course the free agency, will kind of couple that in with it. There's been a big woge bomb already. Anthony Davis, of course, being traded to the Lakers, which they've been saying for months is going to happen. That's finally happening. Uh, so Chase, start with you. what do you think about the finals? You know, but the Raptors winning, of course, how I know we all wanted that to happen. What do you think about that? What do you think about the free agency going on right now? And just where you think about just the NBA is wild right now, even though the season just ended. So what do you think overall about everything? Yeah, I mean, the entire NBA Finals was wild. Um, you know, I mean, hats off to the Raptors, dude. They won. They dominated. They played really well. They took the series 4-2. Um, you know, it's unfortunate to see the injuries for the uh, Warriors, uh, especially with Clay Thompson and um, Kevin Durant. You know, we I know we give Kevin Durant a lot of shit. We call him a snake. We you know, because of the the past and everything, but you hate to see that. And yeah. you know, you watch the slow mo replay, and you could literally see the calf just just te- tear. Like, you know, yeah, you could see it tear. Just the way it, you know, how awkward it was and how painful it looked for us on TV. I couldn't even imagine how he felt. Um, yeah. Now with Clay, that was a little different. Um, the way he landed, it looked more of kind of like a, a basketball, uh, you know, way to land. Uh, it looked soft, but I mean, a little bit harder than normal, um, you know, but it sucks. He tore his ACL and that's that really, uh, you know, obviously put a damper for the Warriors. And, you know, you hate you hate to see it, um, especially in such a crucial um, series and game. But, uh, you know, I'm absolutely thrilled that the Raptors won. Uh, Kawhi absolutely proved himself to be one of the best players in the league. Um I, you know, you you can put him right now uh, top three for sure. Um, yeah. After that performance, and you know, we gave we gave Kyle Lowry uh, some shit. Well, I know I did, but um, you know, he he really uh, was the main factor in that uh, game. You know, in that game as well to go ahead and you know win the series for him. So, uh, you know, hats off to them. Uh, you know, getting getting the win and all that getting the first title in franchise history. Um, now kind of to pivot towards the free agency, where does this put Kawhi Leonard? Uh, you know, they say Raptors and Clippers are the two um, main ones right now. I, you know, I believe that. 
but I also believe that the Lakers are in play. I don't believe the reports that the Lakers are completely out. There's no fucking way. If you think that, you live under a rock. I mean, the dude's from the L.A. area. He grew up a Lakers fan, per se, basically from what I've gathered. So how are they not in play? Uh, with Anthony Davis, um, yeah, they gave up a load. They really did. They gave up you know, a, a lot of young talent, but – at the same time, Anthony Davis isn't once in generational big man. I mean, LeBron knows what he's doing. I mean, does the Lakers management? Not so much. LeBron, nope. yes. I, I believe in LeBron 110%. Nine times out of ten, he's going to, you know, make the effective moves to get him better. Now now that we see uh, Al Horford and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving are definitely going out of Boston. Um, Kyrie with Brooklyn, I mean, I – I, I see it, but, like, I wouldn't be giving up D'Angelo Russell. Why wouldn't you try to pair them together? But uh, yeah. Al Horford, I mean, he's older, so who cares? He'll probably get, like, a two-year deal somewhere, um, which, you know, good for him. But uh, KD and all them, Clay, eh, I don't know. I, KD's probably gone, I would say. Clay, I think, will probably stay. Um I don't even know. I'm trying to think who else really is kind of like a prolific name out there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, free agency is wild, so we're going to see for sure. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty wild stuff. NBA, that's off to the Raptors. Six God, Drake living his best life. So uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, all for it. And I can't wait for uh, the draft on Thursday and uh, free agency uh, coming up here shortly. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I said this felt, This is like the first year that I would say there was unexpected slash random NBA champion since Dallas won in 2011. That's the last time that I, would, that I could actually say that there was an unexpected champion before this year. Every yeah. other year since, every other year since then, it was it was a team that was the best team the whole year. Can you know, Miami? Yep. Yeah, like Miami and San Antonio, Golden State, Cleveland, yep. whoever. Like all those teams weren't that unexpected to win, but this I'm so glad that the Raptors got the win. And then, like you said, I mean the free agency, who knows what will happen? It's already been the first couple of days, and there's already been a huge development. But uh, Jimmy, uh, leading into you here, what do you think about the finals? What do you think about the Raptors dethroning the Warriors and all the injury issues and everything and free agency? So, what do you think? Well, I guess thank God the Raptors won. They found a way to pull it off. Did not see that coming, though. Thought for sure they would have got swept. The Warriors did not play well whatsoever. Steph is the most anti-clutch person in the finals. Dude, that was so wild. So You can't get a better look than that. You really can't. All the looks he had, he bricked. Like, they weren't just misses. They were bricks. (laughs) And, like, he hits big game shots in regular season. He'll hit the most craziest shots Right, all season long, but when it's like clutch time, it's nope. It just Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't get it. Dude, did you guys see freaking Kyle Lowry's like kind of like step back, like floater type shot in the paint? That dude was unconscious on those. I couldn't believe he it. Was rolling. I couldn't believe it. That was the other thing. Yeah. Like Lowry would hit those kinds of shots, and then whenever they had a chance in Game 5 to close it out in the corner, he, <laughs> he just I, saw the fucking missed it. 
Man, to be fair, Draymond it was got pissed. It was pissed. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but in the other like, like game five, why do you call a timeout in like the last minute? Why no. do you not give the ball to Kawhi when he's the one that got you there? You're like leading the game, you're up by ten or whatever with two minutes left, and you don't give him the ball anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You don't give him like an ISO play or anything. It's just distribute, 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 and then like twenty seconds left, they double team him, and then it's just terrible pass after terrible pass, and then they lose game five. But anyways, they close it out. Thankfully, uh, that was really cool seeing Toronto, you know, get that big W and that upset. It does suck seeing KD go down like that. It really just sucks for the NBA because he is such a fun player to watch, even though he's not loved by everyone. And I definitely don't like him anymore, but he is a lot of fun to watch. And then top two player um, in the league. Oh, absolutely. For sure. And, uh, you know, I really feel for, um, you know, them. But, you know, Golden State's just gonna be just fine without Clay yeah. and without KD. They, you know, poor Boogie. Not really. You know, he signs there one year, trying to get an easy ring, and then go I somewhere else. Get it? <laughs> yeah. That kind of, you know. Oh, sorry. He's snake too. You. Yep, exactly. For just yeah. like, everyone's trying to get the easy way out, but you know, Jeremy Lin says checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Oh my beer. <laughs> yeah, lit, like to be honest, I forgot Jeremy Lin was still in the league till. Yeah, dude, on the trophy. He's been on like it's like oh three or four different teams before he landed at the Raptors too. I mean, there was that stint where he was in Charlotte, and I was like, okay, what the hell is going on? Kim was getting like 42 minutes a game. He's not getting it. <laughs> like he, he had that crazy year with the Knicks, and then that was it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And, well, in that one period where he had like that crazy ass hair. From yeah. Well, oh yeah, he looked. Yeah, he looked like Birdman, but you know, without all the tattoos. It was. Yeah. I don't know. That was <laughs> yeah, so. the, but uh, I mean, Chris Paul, James Harden, big drama right now. That's crazy. That is some drama. That's, I didn't see that right. coming. I didn't either. Tight, but, you know, one of them is, well, Harden's probably staying. Harden obviously staying. CP3's probably, you know, pacing out. If they can't get it together, he'll demand a I don't trade. think they can afford to pay him, though. Like, he's owed unbelievable amount of money the next few yeah. years. Yeah. Wait, like, it is insane. Like 40, 40-something million next year. And... No, I don't think anybody would sign up to take that kind of a deal. Like, that's insane. <laughs> or no cap space. There's no way. No. I mean, he's like old too, so like he's got like forty million dollars. Thirty-four. What I can, what I can see is it honestly, it one hundred percent has to work in the Lakers' way to begin with. But somehow LeBron, you know, getting getting his way and getting uh, yeah. Chris Paul on the Lakers—that's like the absolute long shot behind closed doors. No one's even thinking about it except LeBron. Right. We're all their buddy, buddy. But off season is gonna be fun, and the draft coming up—that's gonna be cool. So, should be interesting. No doubt about it. Uh, chat. What do you think about all the craziness going on uh, about the Warriors finally getting dethroned by you know the unexpected new champion and all that, and the free agency mumbo jumbo? Just lay it all out there, man. Man, Jimmy took my point right away from me. I was gonna bring up the point that how. How many poor performances does Steph have to have before he's not considered clutch? I agree. For sure. He was 100%. 0 for 8. 0 for 8 from the field in the last quarter of the season. 
Mm-hmm. Now I know that the the Raptors were keying on it. Like when you look at the team that the Warriors had on the court at that point in time of the game after losing Clay, after losing KD, Draymond was struggling with the shot. Iguodala, that was the only really good offensive game he had all series. Right. But you look at those five guys on the court, and you got to stop Steph. Mm-hmm. So they managed to do what everybody said that they needed to do. Uh, but over oh eight, come on. Yeah. How many times has that happened to LeBron? Never. How many times does LeBron go out there in the last game of the season and he's just breaking everything and having no real impact on the game? It, it, dude, it doesn't happen. LeBron is always an impact yeah. on the game. He has been since, you know, yeah, nine, nine years 19. ago. Whenever, yeah. He, yeah, he's been in the he's been in the finals nine years in a row, and he finally has a vacation and. He lets Canada win a in a win a championship. USA can't even win the championship without LeBron. I mean, come yeah, on. Canadian, he, Canadians he are was taking over the, world. the entire second half of the season. <laughs> Canadians, <laughs> Canadians are taking over the world. They have good health care. They have no stress. They just get to focus on playing basketball. <laughs> and then when the they NBA care, finals, all they care about is playing basketball and shoveling their driveway. Yep, yeah, that's exactly. it. And maple syrup. Yep, they got good syrup and, and curling. They are and very good at curling. They are very mm-hmm. good at curling, and they like. What's the plural, plural form of moose? Mooses, M- moose. Yeah. I I know it's not me, so it's got to be mooses. Moose moose is just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just sounds weird. <laughs> mooses uh, sounds really forced. Like, I heard of I heard of just, moose. Or is it just meese? A, a mooses. A meese. Yeah, we're just gonna go with meese. <laughs> I can look gaggle, that up later. A gaggle is a group of geese. Oh shit! That doesn't help. That. that doesn't help at all. But like, you know, moose. I did not know that. Musai. <laughs> Musai. He's going to be playing in uh, the new Lion King. His name's going to be Musai. Rather than yeah. Musa. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, get back on track here. Yeah. yeah. Small problem. I forgot what I was saying. Steph uh, Curry's oh, yeah. not clutch. <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry's not clutch. But, like, the worst part is, even though, you know, he's still Steph Curry, even though everyone knows he's not clutch in those moments, you still got to guard him and he can change oh, God, the game. Yes. That's the shitty part in my mind. It's, right. Like, oh, well, you know, it's fine. He's gonna I want to add something, I, I add something real quick about Steph Curry. That, like, I, now, I agree with 100% that he's not very clutch, but, like, I think not enough people quite give him enough credit for being a transcendent game-changing player. Because he is. Oh yeah, he, he is. is. He is. He completely re- re- like changed how the game is played. Like everybody is guarding like thirty five feet from the basket. Everybody's guarding at the threat of somebody being able to shoot the three ball. I mean, right. it completely changed the game. Now, and he's one of the very few that can say that. But yeah, at the same time, he's kind of just ridden KD's coattails for two of his titles, and then the one title he had. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love were hurt. So, I mean, yeah, eh. so, I mean basically eh. uh, 2015 or whenever it was, that first title would have been the only one they ever won in, unless, you know, KD yeah. didn't come along. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with you that Steph is that once-in-generational shooter and player, and he definitely deserves the credit of that. But it's like when you're clutch against the Phoenix Suns when you should be blowing them out by 35 and you hit a game-winning shot – that shit doesn't matter. That's yeah. a different thing. Like, it's a whole different dynamic than whenever you're in game six with 
you know, forcing Game Seven on the line to go to the NBA, you know, to win the NBA Finals and win yeah. the NBA championship, and you go zero for eight in the last quarter. I, I understand they're keen on you, but at the same time, when you create space and you can make those shots like that, then like, where the hell are you? Where like where are you at, bro? You gotta you gotta step up. But uh, you know, like we said, Raptors got it done. Hell yeah! Yeah, this hell also like- does go into the other guys that are on the court. There was not very many possessions where there wasn't two guys chasing Steph Curry around the court. Right. right. Yep. Which math here? <laughs> there's five on five, and if two guys are on one guy, then there's only three guys on the other four. <laughs> someone should be open, and someone should be able to do something yeah. that yep. isn't named Curry. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that times. none of those guys could. The fact yep. that Draymond Green, and Draymond Green made a couple there in the fourth quarter. Daniel yeah. Green looks like a guy that if you let him stand still for a solid eight seconds and line it up and do all that stuff, he can't make a shot. Yeah. But how are those other four guys not doing anything? Right. How? Like, you could tell the Raptors' defensive strategy was chase number 30 around the court until you get tired and then let somebody else chase him around the court until they get tired and then you switch yeah. back. Yep. Just that's that's it. Like, <laughs> back and forth like that. And like, like someone else should have been able to do something. Like, it, that, that's the thing that's always killed me with LeBron teams is LeBron's literally got all five guys in attention. And can you mean tell me the other four guys can't do something with that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Good call. And then stupid Warrior fans are like, but Steph had no help, blah, blah, blah. LeBron didn't have help for a couple of years. Harden didn't have help last year. And then still no. almost beat you guys. It's like, you know, the best players step up Whenever they step up even more, whenever they don't have help, next man and, up. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's next man up. Okay, Bill Belichick. You know they, they <laughs> put, they, Well, I mean, you know they those guys make the other random guys on the team play so much better. They put them yeah. in better situations. Yeah, like Delhi. Delhi was a nobody, and then you know everyone else got hurt, and then he was a superstar. Mm-hmm. And then now for about four games. Yeah, yeah. Now now he's back to you know. Just, hey, don't disrespect Delhi. Hey, I'm not. I love, I love the guy. I love He's him. Back in Cleveland. Uh, he is. I love the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got traded back to Cleveland. Yep. Oh, I didn't know he's that. He's he backing up Sexton at the end of the year. I was, I was sad whenever they let him go, but I'm glad he's back. But yeah, he was. That man drank eight cups of coffee before one game and had to go back <laughs> to the locker room because he was dehydrated. <laughs> what a legend! Probably, this probably guy. had a shit real bad too. Oh, I can't I know. I'm feeding shit. But I got one cup of coffee and I got the runs, man. That shit goes right through you. But yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Anyways, he's Australian. He doesn't get shit. That's true. <laughs> yeah, dude. Good call on that. You have oil cans for beer. It's yeah. <laughs> that my dad might as well be Australian. My God, shit's a night. He's like the only Italian guy that drinks Australian beer. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but anyways, uh, leaving into le- leaving golf. Leading. Just kidding. What? I I just, <laughs> you said leading and then golf because I don't want to talk about baseball. Oh, what about the okay, Pirates? So, Are they doing any good? Since, uh, <laughs> since Jimmy doesn't want to talk about baseball, <laughs> let's extend this segment for a second. <laughs> for another... 25 minutes. <laughs> Come Why on, bring it, up, bring it up. Bring it up. Let her rip, buddy. Let her rip. Let her rip. Tighter chip. Baseball's Let me going for the next like three days. Standing. Dedicate Let's the next see. three days to this. Actually, I don't, I'm torturing myself. I don't want to see this. 
The MLB draft is going on. Adley Rutschman was taken number one overall catcher. Uh, got taken by Baltimore. That dude is a... I didn't focus a whole lot on the draft leading into this, but that guy is apparently amazing. He has like a 450 batting average. Yeah, yeah. His on-base percentage call is over 500. Yeah. Like, that equates to once every two at-bats, the dude is on a base. (laughs) Yeah. You can only get him out once. Pretty damn So nuts, dude. So nuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton got activated today. Uh, back up with DL Aaron Judge, I think, is still rehabbing going to AAA. Yep. He had a home He's run. still in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Oh, he did hit a homer today? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, getting, getting struck out by the Rays prospects finally uh, <laughs> finally didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, True. <laughs> two-way prospect Brendan McKay actually struck them out three times together. Cool. The Rays actually had two two-way guys playing in the same game. Their oh, opener in AAA is their shortstop. Uh, and Brendan McKay came in and worked the bulk innings, and he's a DH. Damn. So, gimmick full effect now. I saw MLB Network still calling it a gimmick. Um, yeah. You know, sure, yeah. Only half of the major leagues is doing it now. Mm-hmm. But totally a gimmick. It's Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> uh, since we've been gone... Uh, Kimbrell signed to the Cubs. Keiko signed to Atlanta. Uh, after the draft happened, they lost compensation, so they were essentially free to sign without a draft pick. Uh, so that's where they ended up. Uh, Wander Franco took over as the top prospect in baseball. That is a prospect the Rays did not get from the Pirates. Wow, that's a shock. <laughs> one of the few. Yeah, one of the very few. They got that one on their own. They didn't have to rob the Pirates. Uh-huh. Speaking of the Pirates, yeah. did you guys know that the Rays got Austin Meadows entire class now? What I heard for Chris Archer. The what I heard. So anyway, I heard Chris Jim, Archer's ERA is almost pitcher <laughs> in baseball. Hey, I heard his ERA is almost under six now. Oh shit! Yeah. He's, he's After he gave up. up four home runs in one inning. So his uh, ERA is point nine nine. Nice. Last last Tuesday, back to back home runs. Got an out. Gave up back to back home runs again. Oh, oh I hate that guy. That's what happens when you don't have tacos on Tuesday. You give up home runs. I mean, it's yep. a proven fact. Hate that guy. Hate to tell you, brother. All I heard was he got a guy out. Oh, it's good yeah. for him. <laughs> I'm a glass half full. Kudos, definitely. That's not even a glass half full. It's like a glass fourth of the way full. <laughs> also, <laughs> he didn't really allow anybody to reach base. <laughs> he just gave up more runs. They yeah, just ran around all the bases. Around. They didn't have to stay yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, nobody yeah. can hit a single if you let him hit it over the wall. Yeah, that's he didn't cover that many bases in his prom. <laughs> 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 you too. Anyways, Jimmy, how do you really feel? The pirates just suck monsters donkey dick and then they're dead ass <laughs> last place with a negative seventy eight run differential, two and eight in the last ten. Ball and Josh Bell is going to be gone at the beginning of next season. I guarantee it. It's 
Let's see, he has 50 extra base hits and 70... I can't do the math. He'll be traded to the Mariners for... 75 games? Prospect. 74 games? Probably. He'll be traded somewhere and continue this amazing All-Star Hall of Fame streak that he's going on. Uh, and Pirates will get one. Or some random prospect that they will give to the Rays, who will turn out to be a stud also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You help. You help our farm system. You help us compete. That's true. Look at it like this. When you give us all the good players, it makes it that much harder for the Yankees to just buy their way into the playoffs every year. That's also true, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm done with baseball. and I'm, I'm ready for football yes. season. <laughs> ready for football. Even though I'll probably get disappointed in football, but that's fine. You yeah, know? I was going to say, after watching fun. three games of Dante Moncrief, I feel like you're going to be tired of football, too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Suddenly, it's going to go from... James Conner's really good. So I miss Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I miss yeah. Le'Veon. I missed him last year, honestly. It's like I do like Conner. I'm a big fan of his, but Le'Veon is just a game changer. Oh, yeah. Trace, what, what do you think about what's going on in baseball right now? What do you think about all the kind of runs going on? The twins are still tearing yeah. the cover off the ball. Yeah. No, the, the I, is insane. I, yeah, I was just getting ready to mention uh, – was it the Rockies and Padres series that just happened recently? Oh, no. They scored like 17,000 runs in four games or something. Like, they just – it was absolutely mind-boggling, the amount of runs and the all the hits and all the homers they scored in that series. I don't know if that was just really good hitting or really bad pitching, but like – Well, in the first game of that series, the Padres became the first team in over 5,000-some games. Yeah. Uh, first road team in over 5,000 games to come back from six runs down in the ninth inning. Yes. So Wade oh. Davis was serving a batting practice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to know what the record is in situations like that now? Oh, no. One in 766 all time. That was, the, that, was the first, that was the first time in 100 and, 700 and whatever. It's like I saw that stat and I was like, that blew my mind when I saw that. So that, that, that whole series was crazy. Uh, Everything else, the ball. It seems like everybody really is just hitting the ball just um, like miles now. Like I don't know what it is, but it seems like the the hitting's really strong across the board. Pirates probably could hit a little better, right, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I mean, it's some inter- entertaining stuff going right now. I mean, that series alone was worth <laughs> worth all the highlights and all the stuff. So it's it's good. Uh, all there's a lot of good races going in the division and stuff. A lot of teams that are close. Uh, so it's 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 really starting to pick up, and I think that's a good sign uh, for the rest of the summer. And of course, once it gets into the fall, when everybody everybody be watching playoff baseball, that's the best. I think that's arguably the best playoff system or whatever in sports. It's playoff baseball. It's awesome. The crowds are just absolutely at a fevered pitch. It's, it's I it, you know it's just phenomenal stuff. So getting excited for that, especially if you start seeing some of these dramatic uh, finish like we've been seeing lately. So I'm I'm there for it. October's the best time of year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. One sec. I'll get to you in a sec. Cause I good. had two more yeah. things that I wanted to bring up that I totally oh, forgot. About. They're not about the pirates. <laughs> 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 I could talk for hours making fun of the pirates. 
That's true. true. Probably days. But I would prefer just to milk that into about 40 different podcasts. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. To bring, uh, to bring. First off, in the uh, home run derby for the low A ball, or low A ball today, that was up in Charleston, guy hit 30 home runs to win it. 30? 30. Wow. 16 in the first round, 14 in the second round. Hell yeah. Wow. That poor Man. building, I don't even know what it is, but the one in left field, that one probably got oh, shattered. My. Windows all broke. I anybody even works there. Like, I know it's, it's a very toxic uh, roof. It's where uh, Bricks and Barrels is, and then uh, there's like apartments and stuff, and then they have like a rooftop garden slash like mm. terrace area. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fucking way. pissed yeah, you'd be if you're in your TV room and 30 <laughs> balls went through your window. I'd be on that patio hammer drunk. Just give me a 30 rack, a freaking cooler full of ice, and I'm watching that home run derby. If you hit my house, congratulations. I'm going to give you a high five and tell you to go to fuck yourself because you owe me money. Mm-hmm. Honey, dinner's ready. What the fuck was that? Honey, you are getting some bolognese. Oh, my God. <laughs> but also, Tommy Pham brought this up. Ray's outfielder. They brought us up about the uh, all-star voting. Uh, he was talking about how just screwed up this fan vote is. He was looking at the fan vote. Uh, him, and he named obviously El Garcia, another player on the Rays. How... They were so low in the All-Star voting. Tommy Pham is currently under... Uh, Tommy Pham is third in the AL and on base. should throw that out there first. He's currently under Brett Gardner and Jackie Bradley Jr. in voting. And Brett Gardner is hitting 211, and Bradley Jr. is actually hitting less than that. Hmm. Those two currently sit higher on the All-Star game voting than he does. Flawed. So he came out and he made a point about how small market teams... And he pointed directly to ESPN about how this is not fair to small market teams. The Rays, for instance, have not had a single game on ESPN yet this year. Yeah. They're second in the AL East, and they have not had a single game on ESPN yet this year. And meanwhile, teams like the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Braves are getting a whole lot of them. Bigger market, the Phillies are since they got Bryce Harper. Bigger market teams like that are, yeah, bigger market teams are getting a lot of games on there. Which is why when you go through the all-star voting, it's just... All three Yankees outfielders somewhere at the top. All three Dodgers outfielders somewhere at the top. To be fair, Bellinger should be up there. This, yeah. yeah. Bellinger's yeah. a little bit of baseball. Yeah. He's I'm waiting for that to fall off. Someone's gonna keep throwing him curveballs and his average is gonna drop below three hundreds on it. That's all, that's all you gotta do is throw a breaking ball. Yeah, breaking ball down and in. I haven't watched a lot of the Dodgers here, but I watched that one postseason. Yep. I, I don't know exactly. if that's still a thing or not, but <laughs> the dude never came close to hitting a single one of those. Nope. But it, he's right. For these small market teams like the Pirates, like the Marlins, like the Rays, like all the like the Twins, even Max Kepler was like ninth in or ninth or tenth in the outfielder voting. Kepler has what twenty homers this year. Dude's having an incredible season. Teams like the Twins, those those players who are just playing so well, aren't getting any recognition. Yeah. And I I, I wanted your all's opinion on the all-star game voting. Is the fan voting good even slightly? Like, well, yeah. No, I, I think their ESPN slash Fox slash whoever needs to, instead of putting on like the big name teams in the past, 
need to put on the best teams because, in my opinion, as a baseball fan, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Twins. I want to see the Rays. You know, the Yankees are doing well, and I, I would like to see them. And But, like, I'm tired of seeing the Dodgers every single Wednesday night baseball game. I every don't week. care. Yeah, you know, they're like right now they're just mediocre. It's just they're not that exciting. I like to watch them when Kershaw is on the mound because that's fun. But other than that, yeah, big whoopty doo. But it's like it's every week. It's annoying. It's like I want to see the good teams play. I want to see the Twins pitching and the hitting. And then the Braves are coming out of nowhere right now, beating teams thirteen to three, thirteen to zero. It's like okay, yeah, that's fun. It, but other than that, you know, they I don't care if the Pirates ever make it on ESPN ever again because they probably never will be. But anyways, I want to see the more – I want to see the better teams on the bigger networks. And then that way the smaller market teams will get more of a viewership and then more baseball fans will be like, oh, yeah, there's this guy. He's really good. He, I like the way he plays. I'm going to vote for him because he's on a good team and I like him. Yeah, rather than, oh, well, I just know this guy because he's on this team and he's always on TV. So that's the only people I know. That's how I think, I think it, it is. Yeah, I was going to say real quick, I think ESPN definitely plays a big role in the all-star voting because think about it in this sense. If you're a player on the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers or the Cubs or whoever, it's always on those main networks. If you're a player on there, you're going to get more votes than a player on the Rays and the Twins because those teams are never on major networks. Yep. So they don't they don't see you as much. So, like, it, it kind of goes without saying, if you see a player two or three times a week on national TV, you're going to probably know them more and vote for them. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much where I sit with it. So ESPN needs to do a much better job of, you know, broadening their horizons with who they put on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Chase, what do you think, then? What do you think uh, about everything? I never got to you the first time. No, you're, you're good. No worries. Um, <clears throat> basically, with uh, everything that's going on right now, um, like we started, it was it was really awesome to see Craig Kimball um, sign with the Cubs because we definitely needed some uh, bullpen and relief pitching, um, you know, due to injuries and people that were struggling as well. Um, you know, that's definitely a, a home run signing for us, uh, especially getting, um, you know, down to the nitty gritty of, you know, like I said, uh, in recent podcasts before this, you know, June, July, August, and September are going to be your dog, your dog days for baseball season. You know, then when you get to October, you kind of save those, uh, marquee players for the, uh, playoffs. And, um, you know, with that being said, um, Dallas Keiko with the, uh, Atlanta Braves, it's that's a that's a big signing for them too. Um, neither here nor there. I, I totally agree that uh, you know Dallas Keuchel fits well with the Braves, and it's a good good signing for them. But with the whole um, oh no. We're losing technical difficulties. Long pause. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I, I was thinking maybe it was just me. Yeah, that's so quiet. He's frozen. Ah, crap. Uh, <clears throat> and we're back from our TV break. Guess what? We'll the end again. Yep. Oh shoot. 
You know what? I kind of want to just keep it just for like, eh. <laughs> if this goes beyond like a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Jandil, oh, attorney at law. <laughs> she won't take no for an answer. That's the <laughs> that's our part of the show. Yes. <laughs> the day in curtain pack. Main tricks. Main tricks. Completely froze. Uh, don't. Chase. Chase. My internet said fuck Chase. Shut up. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back, baby. Yeah, I, we were very confused right there. Yeah, eighteen. We're back from Thank our you for the wonderful fucking internet. Right in the middle of my hot ass take discussion oh. here. Chase, I legit thought you just had a brain fart, and then I was like, "Oh, he'll get it. Yeah. He'll get it. Oh no, he's he's gone." I apologize and for the delay. That's where that's where the ads come in. So yep. yeah. enjoy that oh, uh enjoy that Budweiser or Viagra ad that's coming up. There uh, you go. Budweiser. Yeah. We got one in there. Man, there we don't need genuine ads when we have Trace <laughs> seeing them all. That's right. That's true. <laughs> but uh I did see yeah, one of them. Like, yeah, like like I like I was saying before I got rudely cut off by my uh shitty ass internet. Um yeah, the smaller market teams are at a disadvantage for sure because they're going to market the higher market teams because, you know, money. That's it. That's all it is. You can have a most entertaining game like, you know, a couple of weeks ago. It was like 16 and 12 between like Diamondbacks and Athletics. I mean, does anybody give a shit about them other than out there? No. No. But I would love to see that. A bunch of home runs. But, uh, you know. And all-star voting, the fan voting is cool and all because it gives us like a chance to like vote for our favorite players and everything. But that doesn't always translate to the people getting in being most deserving, you know, and that's what sucks. But, um, you know, definitely interactive and cool. But, you know, I'd much rather have the best players represent the National League and the best players re- represent the American League. Um, but... Well, I don't know, and we'll see how it goes. And, you know, now, like you said earlier, with Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton making their ways back to the Yankees, um, you know, last stat I saw, they were 45 and 27, I think. So you got to think. I mean, look how many games over 500 they are, and they're getting their two powerhouse uh, players back. And then once Severino gets back after the All-Star break for the pitching-wise – uh, holy shit. <laughs> um, so, and you know, like we said last podcast, they're doing it with no, no name players and it's just interesting. I mean, it is, it, it's, you know, obviously Jimmy's struggling with his pirates, but, uh, it's okay. It's okay. There's always next year, right, Jimmy? That's what they've been saying for 40 yeah. years. That's true. They're always next uh, year. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that wild card game when everybody was, uh, you know, yelling at Jake Arietta and he was just cold blooded. I'll never forget that. I legit cried. You know. I cried when we won the World Series in two thousand sixteen. Right in my living room. Good times. Tears epic. of joy though. Tears of joy. It was epic. I'm pretty sure my neighbors filed a complaint, but it's okay. Uh so yeah. I mean we're gonna see here the next couple months, uh what transpires and you know, come October whenever it's uh that time of year and playoffs come around and World Series. Oh, can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. So, 
that's my baseball for the day. Hopefully, I don't get cut off again. Thank you, AT&T. Again, no free ads because fuck you. Oh, thank God that's over <laughs> with. All right. Now, on to golf. More fun stuff with uh, the U- U.S. Open. Uh, yeah, good tournament that ended up or ended over the weekend. Gary Woodland got the W. Went home with a trophy. Uh, definitely thought Kepka was going to come back out of nowhere and you know go three peat and get it. Um, but Woodland was able to have ice in his veins and uh, secure the victory at Pebble Beach, which is a beautiful golf course. And yeah, Pebble Beach definitely on the uh, bucket list to to play. Mm. <clears throat> and totally then. <laughs> then uh, Justin Rose, he <laughs> played really said well. Said so better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy—he's uh, a big golf go. fan here. This guy, yeah, chats with the big time golfer in the group. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he watched. He, he once shot ten under par against Shooter McGavin. Can you believe Shooter that? Shooter McGavin, can't believe it. Shooter, baby. There yeah, was one time I completed. The Papa course, the Billy Bob's. Only got mad twice. Wow. <laughs> it was great. That's like SpongeBob when he said, I stubbed my fingers and only cried for 20 minutes. Whatever. Only cried for 20 minutes. Got one episode. One. How tough are you? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you guys see where Adam Scott had, oh shoot, what was it? Was it a par putt? Birdie putt? Par putt? Can't remember. Like three feet away from the hole, completely looped out, and then mm. he goes to make his next putt and miss that one. So he three putt within three feet. I was like, "Yep, golf is hard." That's, golf be like, yeah, <laughs> golf isn't, is hard." Isn't Adam Scott the brother off of Step Brothers? I think Derek. I think that's the actor's name. Yeah. 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 There's my contribution for the. There day. it is. There hey. you go. <laughs> All right. That was good, chat. Good chat. Golf club. Yep, golf club in the chat. He has nice hair. He does have nice hair. Oh, Tiger forgot. Almost forgot about old Tiger. Tiger played well some <laughs> days, and some days did not play well. And then um, it was a little, a little weird. Each hole was a little different. You never knew what you know he was going to do or what. You could expect from him. It was kind of kind of different. I'm not mature yeah. enough for that sentence. <laughs> nope. He feels a little different. You never know what to expect. <laughs> Especially while speaking with Tiger Woods. Yeah, Anyways, sure. real quick transition. You never know Trace, what he's going to do. Think about the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Trace, Trace, you alive? I'm here. Did you say Trace or Chase? I don't Trace. know. Trace. Oh, oh, Trace, go ahead. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I was pretty surprised to see Woodland win it. I'm, I'm really glad he did because he's been a guy that's been really good for several years. You know, he's competed a lot. but So it was cool to see his first major. But I was really surprised to see the stat that Kep, Brooks Kepka had four rounds in the 60s at the U.S. Open, and he still didn't win. That, that's never happened before at the U.S. Open. That's how well Gary Woodland played. Like, that was crazy when I saw that stat. But Kepka, like, this guy, like, is he's kind of like Tiger, I'm like, 15 years ago right now. Because he, every single major, he can practically win them all. 
Like every major he's competing in, he almost won three straight U.S. Opens. Like that's unheard of. That's unprecedented. So the guy's just the baller when it comes to majors, and he's he's definitely like looking like he's the future uh, of the sport and everything. But yeah, I mean Tiger had a pretty good you know four days, but I mean of course he really wasn't that close at the end. But he put some good rounds together, and you know, and he had his best final round in a U.S. Open in like a decade, so that was promising. But and I and I saw that he's not going to be not going to be playing in another tournament until the British Open in month or whatever so hopefully that that layoff doesn't mess with him like it did uh at the uh, pga championship a few weeks ago so we'll see how that goes but yeah i'm glad, happy for woodland and you know it was a pretty entertaining tournament it came down right to the end really so that was good stuff yeah a lot, a lot of fun and then right here it says woodland went 68 65 and then 69 69 mm-hmm. nice and then Kepka nice. had 69, 69. Nice. nice. And then 68, 68. Like, oh. unbelievable. Low, low scores. Really low scores. Oh, oh yeah. 69s. Nice. 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 Big fan of nice. that. Yep, yep. Big fan. That was real, real cool. Big 69 guy. Big 69 guy, yeah. Big 69 guy. Oh, Chase, how you think about it, bud? <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sponsored by Sycamore uh, Brewing Company. The free ads. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Rolling right into golf. I love it. Um, yeah, it was, dude, that was awesome to see Gary Woodland get that uh, first PGA win. Um, you know, for a guy who was kind of always, you know, right in the mix, right in contention. Um, and seeing him finish out the way he did was just epic. I mean, that was just epic. So, um, you know, you know, hats off to him. Uh, with Brooks, with Brooks Kapka, that was, uh, you know, for him to be able and or be in that position where he could have won three straight U.S. Opens, uh, like you said, Trace is unprecedented. It's unheard of. It's just absolutely nuts. It's a great stat, but like, um, you know, it's it's golf, man. You just you never know. Like you never know uh, what to expect, uh, who's gonna win, or anything like that. And you know, and you know, Tiger, you know, coming off the Masters, that was something epic. You know, I'm glad that we saw that, you know, another another chance to see that in our lifetime, uh, yeah. but, you know, before that time ends and he retires and all that. But I don't think it's coming soon, but still, you know, just saying. Um, yeah. But uh, I always, you know, I always kind of root for, um, you know, the guys who really haven't won a major, um, you know, like, you know, the likes of Gary Woodland or, uh, or Ricky Fowler, who was pretty much in contention Ricky! the whole week. He's, he's pretty much in contention the whole weekend. I just, you know, I just wish he could close it out and all yeah. that. But uh, he'll get there. I mean, and you know, just kind of watching everybody from you know Spieth to Phil to Tiger to Rory, and you know, all through there, um, all all the top contending. Uh, players on the PGA Tour and everything. It's just exciting to watch. I mean, no matter what tournament it is, but you know, the, the level of excitement's always heightened when it's uh, a, you know, a major championship, whether it's the Masters, the U.S. Open, and uh, like you said, the British Open coming up in uh, next month. It's always, uh, it's always the, the level of excitement's always heightened and everything. Um, so, you know, uh, great weekend on golf. I, I enjoyed watching it, um, you know, for the little bit that I did. But, uh, again, hats off to uh, Gary Woodland and all that. So, he deserves it. So. Chat. 
your thoughts on the many holes that were played? Yeah. The many 69s well, that were pushed on the Nice. <laughs> well, I would. But you all just said everything that I was going to say, so... Took the Eddie, words I'm right th- out of your yeah. mouth. So, yeah. So sorry, man. If you had so called sorry. on me first, maybe, but I mean, like... You know what? You're right. That would have been the better idea. That's on me. Yeah. Mistakes yeah. were made. He's dropping a mic on that one. Well, you Good know. Call. Great, great analysis. From Let me Mr. guess. Chatterton. Golf. Golf is golf. Golf is golf, baby. Golf Preacher. is golf. What a legend. I love it. <laughs> and then moving on from golf on to probably my favorite playoff uh, sport there is. The NHL just wrapped up on a phenomenal season uh, with St. Louis beating the Boston Bruins for Lord Stanley's Cup, bringing a championship to St. Louis instead of Boston. Thank goodness. And I don't think anyone could could have handled another Boston championship in, Parade, but it was very, very, very happy. St. Louis won, and uh, just seeing them go to literally dead last in January, and then becoming the uh, Stanley Cup champions in June. It was that was cool. You know, that's cool to see. Um, and everything right now that is going on in hockey is kind of. You know, also upsetting me a little bit, but that's it's fine. It's it's fine. I, it's just the Pittsburgh thing to upset old James. Uh, Chase, hey, what are your thoughts on the the Stanley Cup? Uh, well, you know, I'm happy for my cousin Carrington and Brittany and Elena and Sonny for their Stanley Cup win. You know, I hate to admit that because absolutely uh, I don't want to. But, uh, you know, good for them. Uh, so if St. Louis and Boston both could have lost, I think the world would have won. Um, but, you know, that can brother. But at the same time, Carlson, baby. Eight more years with San Jose. Thank God. Thank God. Boy. <laughs> Your boy was shaking this afternoon when I saw that. I was like, eight more years? Hell yeah. I've been worried he's going to go to free agency and never come back. But we signed our guy. I'm, I'm, I'm like so thrilled because just he kept us in so many games uh, during the playoffs. And, well, I mean, even during the season, too, um, to go along with Vander Kane and um, – Burnsy and all them. So sharks, sharks are uh, looking strong for next year. You know, hopefully we can get uh, past the second round. Uh, so hell yeah, <laughs> hell, hell yeah, hell yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope we uh, get the Stanley Cup next year, so I can have a little bit of bragging rights because right now I'm uh, very much, very much down the dumps. Uh, you know, watching that. St. Louis hoist that up, like hoist that up, and uh, should have been us. Should have been San Jose, but shit. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that that, that's my hockey take for the week. Yep. And that's hockey. Uh, chat, Mammoth, you guys have any any uh, input on the Stanley Cup? Y'all took Sorry, bo- all my points. Y'all took all the all. points. All the points again. Oh, yeah. Got it. Got it. Man, hate that. 
Hate when that happens. We're just, you know, we're too in sync. I know, too much insight. Hockey is played on ice. That's what I hear. I was wondering what that was. Hey, Trace, I'm the only guy uh, to ever take his uh, skate off and try to use the blade on (laughs) Try to stab somebody. (laughs) Uh, That's that's all I got. That's it. Turns out ice is slippery. Ice is slippery. So I've heard. So I've heard. Gotta be kidding. How do those athletes do it? <laughs> How do they do it? Anyways, which friends listen to "Endless Love in the Dark"? I mean, yeah. <laughs> who doesn't do that? He shot his shot like big time. Right yes, there. he did. Yes, he did. That man pulled up from beyond half court. Yeah. Moving on <laughs> to something that would be so much more entertaining if it was also played on ice. Oh, oh, boy. oh boy! One thousand percent. Since we were last here, Henry Cejudo is now a two belt champion, defeating Marlon Moraes third round TKO. Valentina Shevchenko did terrible, terrible, terrible things to Jessica I. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yes, your discretion <laughs> is advised. Um, and I can almost guarantee that when Jessica I returns, she's gonna be watching out for left high kicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. for the rest of her life. Anytime anybody like flinches at her, she's going to flinch. Probably. Yeah. Tony Ferguson uh, beat Donald Cerrone. Uh, doctor stopped it after the second round. The third round was about to start because Donald Cerrone blew his nose. You do not mistake. know that. You are not supposed to do that if you have a broken nose. Which sometimes mm-hmm. nose was not broken. Which got really confusing. Yep. Because that, that's the thing if you have a broken nose. If you have a broken nose and all that, swells those orbital bones, shows, swells that eye shut immediately. Rookie yeah, mistake. His nose was not broken. Yeah. That's the crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't I don't know how it happened, but either way, you're not supposed to do that. He, I guess he, he wanted to breathe. I understand why he did it. But cool science lesson for you. He was the science nose guy. And that eye just swells up immediately. There's a video of Eddie Alvarez doing the same thing after his fight, I think, with Cerrone, maybe. It might have been. I'm not entirely sure. But it's but as soon as he blew his nose, his eyes com- his eye completely went shut. So Yeah, yeah, Eddie was picking mistake. at his. Eddie's yeah. was funny because he was just picking his nose. And- <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he was straight up. He, he was digging <laughs> for gold on that one. Digging <laughs> for gold. He got the biggest was- booger out of there after his nose was shattered. <laughs> I, I do love watching both of those videos because you can see both guys the light bulb go off in their head. Like, oh, they shit. both do it. And yep. The second that they do it, they just look up. Oh, man. <laughs> like, God damn it. They look at the jumbo it's, trying to like, God damn. <laughs> it, it literally didn't even take it like five seconds. Like, Cerrone blew his nose and his eye immediately started to swell shut. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, but also on that card, Peter Yan beat Jimmy Rivera. Uh, Peter Yan. himself up really high up into the, uh, the Phantom Way title picture, particularly now that Cejudo is the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that with TJ Dillashaw gone, that really has opened up that whole weight class. Uh, Tatiana Suarez beat Nina, Nina Ansaroff by decision. Uh, Aljamain Sterling over Pedro Munoz by decision as well. And Alexa Grasso beat Carolina Kovacavich by decision as well. As far as Bellator, <clears throat> there was a gigantic Bellator card this weekend. A lot of prospects, a lot of big names. Uh, Rory McDonald. Uh, moved on in the Grand Prix. He was going to face Douglas Lima in the finals now at their rematch from uh, 
that's who Rory beat to take the belt. Uh, whenever he came over to Bellator, he beat uh, Naaman Gracie. There are so many fucking Gracies now. I think it was Naaman. Uh, by unanimous decision, Leo Tomachita beat Chael Sonnen, knocked him out in the second round, flying knee and some ground and pound. Chael retired after the fight. Uh, Dylan Danis, Conor McGregor's training partner, had a second professional fight. Another first-round submission for him. Kyoji Horiguchi became the first two-promotion champion in history. He is the Risen, 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 that thing. Same thing. In Japan, yeah. Uh, Bellator and Risen had come to an agreement forever ago that Kyoji Horiguchi and Darren, Darren Caldwell, the Bellator champion, would go over and fight in Risen. I'm just going to call it Risen and Risen. I'm going to alternate between the two. Let's call uh, it Razor Scooter. It's close enough. <laughs> over with the Japs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that much action since World War II. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, Horiguchi beat Caldwell over there to retain his belt, and then as part of their agreement, he came over to Bellator to face in an actual octagon. Uh, the difference between Risen and uh, Bellator is Risen uses a ring, like similar to a boxing ring, but it's MMA matches. Bellator has an actual cage. Uh, Darian Caldwell seemed to think that he would do better with a cage. He did not. Still lost. Lost his belt this time. Kyoji Horiguchi is now the Bellator Bantamweight champion and the Risen Bantamweight champion, and now he says that he wants to come to the UFC and take Henry Cejudo's belt and become a three-promotion champion. Which, I'm all for it. I'm all here for it. Same. Uh, with a bunch of prospects on that card, Heather Hardy, Aaron Pico, Ricky Bandejas, all of them lost. All guys that Bellator is trying to push to be the future of that sport, all of them lost. Heather Hardy is a gigantic kickboxing sensation. Just came over to MMA, and uh, her ground game has quite a few holes in it. Mm. Sounds like a porno. But, Favorite story of the night. Valerie Lareda. If you do not know who that is, you should look her up. She's gorgeous. She is actually an incredibly talented fighter. But that ass. Lord. <laughs> Anyways. Praise the Lord. If was here, she would say praise the Lord. Moment of silence for the booty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. Thank you very much, Lord. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Things a work of art. She won her fight this weekend. Her opponent works at Hooters. Nice. And actually signed the fight contract at Hooters in nice. uniform because she couldn't get off of her shift to come and sign her contract. So Bellator wow. drove to said Hooters, found said woman. Where's the and location? let her find a contract to fight in Bellator. I hope it was bike night. Oh, good times. Somehow she won a round. I love a great work ethic in a woman. I know. Right. Nothing two better. Jobs, two jobs, hard work during the day. Two tables during the day. What a time to be alive. Trace was a great quote again. We gotta put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I had to say it. Oh, that was fucking awesome. I had to say <laughs> it. <laughs> He's got a heart of gold, too, I bet. Right. Oh, that's so. It's, 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 it's honest work. 
Good for her. Yeah. Make those tips during the day and beat some ass at night. I like it. Yeah. But <laughs> unless you guys want to go back on the topic of Elliot Leary to the ass. I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm all for it. She curved Luke Rockhold on Twitter yeah. a while back. It was hilarious. Good for her. That means Luke we got... Rockhold slid in DMs. Yeah. Oh, boy. Slid in DMs. Well, oh boy. you know. Boys, she hit him I, harder than Michael Bisping. Oh, 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 damn. oh, oh, cold blooded. I'm gonna shoot my shot too. Might as well. Yeah, no, I'm not. You never know. Big booty guy. Maybe she likes fat white dudes. Yeah, I mean, if you if she wants a beer gut and you know, pretty good haircut and a kind of funny and semi good looking dude. <laughs> Right here, honey. Right I'm here. Lined up. Lined up. Hey, baby. Have you Man. ever seen Chicken Little? That was me. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I am I that guy. That Chicken Little. That was me. You want to see Colin Farrell's rejected twin brother? Hey, how you doing? I'm here. You want to see Ed Sheeran if he wasn't rich and famous? <laughs> this is my friend Jimmy. Yeah. This is my friend Jimmy. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? What was, my what, what was Trace's compared? The kid off of Up. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> the kid off of Up all grown up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Any, anyways, I could talk about that for hours. But unfortunately, we don't have hours. In <laughs> fact, it would be more like a couple minutes. Yep. But um. <laughs> I still can't get. Yeah, I still can't over her booty though. Man. It was, it was oh, did you find it? Dude, I saw it first of all. <laughs> I saw it live. Yeah, I know exactly oh, what God. you're talking about. Quite the specimen. Oh, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Chase, what do you think of the fight? So, dude, what do you think about Larry Larry's ass? Yeah, dude, the only thing I can think about is Janae Aiko's freaking line. Gotta eat that booty like groceries. This shit is unreal. I mean, come on. I mean, uh. Does that make him an art? Oh, no, 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 no. The song supposed to be Janae Aiko. I heard how you say her name. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I always thought that was Nikki. No, no. I mean, basically, it would have been, but no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we saw Cejudo get the double belts and become the most cringeworthy fighter I've ever seen afterwards. But uh, he already was. Yeah, I mean, even more solidified that. But uh, <laughs> so that kind of sucks. But you know, hats off to him. He he, he did. He went in there and fought the fight. So um, you know, good for him. But uh, you know, the Cerrone and Ferguson fight. Um, that sucks the way it ended, but it was a war for the you know the couple rounds that it was. So um, you know that was interesting. It was a good fight. I, I was entertained by it. I would love to see him run it back, but you know those guys are on to bigger and better things. They might link up again, do another one, but we'll see. Um, the whole Horiguchi and the cross promotional championship thing is very interesting to me. Um, I mean he. He, he's a double belt champ in two organizations, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, well, he has one from Rise and Risen, whatever that, however the hell you say it, whatever it is. 
um, and then one in Bellator. So that's just that's the a unique place. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. It's yeah. fucking racist. I'm an awful person. Yeah, you're yeah you're pretty terrible for that, but it's okay. Uh, we can Fine, restart. I'll be less racist at the laundromat. <laughs> we can start and rebuild. Restart rebuild, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's an interesting situation uh with that cross promotional thing. Um, it's kind of unheard of, but. If he comes over to UFC and takes Henry Cejudo's belt um, and becomes a three promotional champion, I mean, I'm here off. I'm off. I'm I'm here for it. I mean, like I really am. Um, so you know, uh, with Dylan Danis, uh, I'm pretty sure that guy's arm is broken in two or three different places because the way he cranked that armbar, holy shit, man! I mean, that dude's arm looked like like rubber after that. Like he just stood there. And it was like it was just like draped to the side, like it was like the most useless appendage that you've ever seen. Um, you know, like, but with Dylan Danis, he is his stand up is 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 almost non-existent compared to what Connor's is because Connor is a striker first. He's ready to take your head off, and you know, ground game and every, all that is second. But Dylan is more along the lines. I'm gonna take you to the ground. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, lay a few punches on you, but I'm gonna submit you before you even know it. Type type deal. So, um, all that. But with Aaron Pico, uh, he was he was a big letdown. I mean, for for a guy who's literally been promoted for Bellator as the next big deal, big thing, he's been very underwhelming to say the least. And you know he just switch switch camps and he's training with Greg Jackson and Jackson Wink, um, you know under John Jones and all them with Holly Holm and you know Diego Sanchez and 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 the likes of of those guys and gals. But it's just like how underwhelming can you be, man? Like if you're if you're supposed to be the future and you're getting beat, knocked out, and this that and the other thing, it's just like. That I mean, it's 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 destroying his credibility as a fighter, and it shouldn't because I mean, you never know in the fight game. But at the same time, they put him on this pedestal in Bellator to be the next big thing, the next big guy. But um, yeah, you think they rushed him too much? I, I believe they did. I, I believe this guy, they did. They just had him fight against Pico was coming off a loss. Yeah, and they put him in there against a guy who was thirteen and zero. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe they rushed him, and 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 there wasn't that much. Uh, you know, they're they're trying to throw him into the situation of, hey, we're trying to make you a star, so take every fight we offer you type deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, which sucks because a dick, that gives you a little, uh, little time to recover, a little time to breathe before you're back training again. Um, I understand the switching of the camps is a is a whole you know new level of learning experience and everything, but under Jackson Wink. Uh, they expect nothing but the nothing but the best out of you, and um, you're training with John Jones. You're training with Holly Holm, you know, champions. Yeah, uh, Diego Sanchez has been fighting for years and is and and is an absolute warrior. And you know, you're just you're, you're getting knocked out. You're getting beat, and this, that, and the other thing. I understand they're rushing him back, but it's just like they're throwing him to the wolves, basically, because. They're like, oh, well, he's the future, so we might as well go ahead and sell some pay-per-views, sell some tickets, and get some asses in the seat and get some money, but they're not thinking of the well-being of the fighter, which uh, 
obviously for us is a big deal because we hate to see that because we want to see these guys continue to do what they love to do and continue their craft and their sport for many years to come. But you can't do that when you're rushing them back after two or three months of already fighting, unless they take it on their own. But still, at the same time, it's too soon. So, Yeah, I definitely think they've really rushed them into this whole thing. Guys like Dylan Danis. Dylan Danis has come up and this has been appropriate. Right. Dylan Danis has fought two guys who aren't very good. Let's let's be honest. This dude had a winning record. He was three and two as a pro, but the first guy was zero and one, I think. He was. He, get, yeah, he was zero and one. And you get Aaron Pico. His debut is against a guy with a winning record. His second fight was against a guy with a winning record. Who he, he beat. Uh, his next mm-hmm. one is a guy with a winning record. Who he beat. I think the next one he won as well. But now this is two in a row. The one that he lost prior to this, the guy was like seventeen and two, and this guy was thirteen and zero. Yeah. And he was winning both of those fights before he lost them. So the talent is definitely there for Pico. But Bellator has done this before. This is the reason that Bellator will never be the UFC. Right. They do not do a good job of promoting these guys. They, they rush them so bad. They're, they're, I, I, I can't say this for an absolute fact. I would have to look at the roster. But I can almost tell you for certain that there is nobody on the UFC's roster that is zero and zero. Right. As a pro. Right. Bellator has those guys everywhere. Not even the people in Tuesday night contention are zero and zero, dude. Yeah, and that, that's actually going on tonight. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Tuesday night contender series is back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, really looking it, forward to that this season of that. Not a single, not a single person on there is zero and zero. They have all either amateur pro fights. They're all ready to roll, and um, you know, obviously, they have that under their belt. And then, like you mentioned earlier, um, I forgot to mention it just a, uh, a few minutes ago. Leo Machida, we saw him uh, fight. Chael Sonnen, which, you know, I never really liked Chael Sonnen at all. I always thought he was a dickhead and never really liked him. I kind of thought he was a cheap majority of his career anyway. But, uh, you know, he retired. He, he fought his five fights in Bellator. He fought out of his contract. And, you know, he's 40-plus years old. So, you know, hats off to him. But also hats off to Leo Machida, um, you know, kind of turning his career around. Um you know, kind of escalating that in the latter years of his career, um, and you know, making a making a name for himself again. And then uh, Rory, uh, good for him, man. Uh, going up against Douglas Lima for that for that belt, so uh, it's gonna be an interesting fight for sure. Yeah, Jimmy Chase, you got anything to uh, throw in there? Did you look at pictures of Valerie Lareda's ass? I'm afraid. No, I did not. But I'll, I'll have to do that here shortly, though. No, I'm, I'm actually incredibly disappointed here. Wow. I thought we talked it up enough. I, I, well, you definitely talked it up enough. I, <laughs> I just feel like this might be out of place for me to do it while we're podding, you know. You know. Uh, it is not. <laughs> I and sincerely apologize. There is nowhere out of place for that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Doing the podcast at church, whatever. <laughs> at church. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the good well, Lord. Yeah. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hey, we. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people got punched in the face and uh, learned not to blow your nose <laughs> when your nose is broken and uh, or your eyes will swell shut. And praise Jesus for the booty. Yeah. With the retirement of Chael, I do want to say Chael is responsible for the single greatest thing of trash talk I have ever heard. Prior to his fight with Tito Ortiz, 
Tito made a comment that all Chael Sonnen did was make money with his mouth. All he did was talk. If you're unaware, Tito Ortiz was engaged to Jenna Jameson. Mm-hmm. So Chael Sonnen's response was, if you want to see somebody who makes money with their mouth, you should look at Tito Ortiz's ex-wife. Oh, no. Legend. He went there. And that was the best bit of trash talk I've ever heard. Because even Tito Ortiz laughed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, but he beat her up, so I don't have any respect for Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Piece of shit. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I don't think Jimmy got the Jim Jameson show. Maybe not, but... Moving on. He yeah. got pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it did get Or he, like, related to the joke too much and was embarrassed to say it. He's like, all right, guys. Yeah, Secretly on. in the back of his mind, is like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I've watched a couple of radios. I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few of her documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. I love her. That one where she was still trying to get her college degree when she was 35. Yeah. Oh, that was very educational documentaries, yes. It was so yes. weird how she got her good grades, though. Yeah. Very yeah. impressive. I don't know how it she said, paid that degree either. I mean, said four God. times, said four times six, and she put six, and her teacher just gave her an A. So weird. She skipped. She went. She was on question six and skipped to nine. Uh, thank you. <laughs> nice. Nice. Anyway, anybody <laughs> else got anything? Nope. I don't think so. I'm still trying to figure out what the plural version of moose is, but. We should Google that. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Hell yeah! Just go on, like you were saying. I've got to figure this out. All right. So uh, tonight we're going. We haven't done it in a while. Uh, so we're gonna gonna kind of cycle back around to you know a few podcasts ago when we started doing those <laughs> hypotheticals of uh, would you rather. So I'm gonna guess by Chatterton laughing. He's figured it out. So uh, what what is the what is fucking the name rip of off. This is fucking stupid. The plural form of moose is moose. moose. I knew no, it. Unbelievable. That is. I clicked news. on an article that just explained my outrage. Unbelievable. Why is the plural of moose not meese? <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought too. Meese. Those Canadians are on to something. Yeah. Anyway, back to would you rather. So. We do a little bit of a hypotheticals here, kind of different situations. Could be anything. Just just a simple would you rather. So does anybody have any would you rathers? Trace, you got one? I do. I was Hell thinking yeah. about it. The more we were talking on this podcast, I was thinking more about it. And now I'm gonna go with this one. Yes. Okay, so would you rather have this is NBA based, would you rather have an NBA team that has three bona fide superstars, like three no doubt superstars, and then a bunch of just kind of, for lack of a better term, average or subpar players? Or would you rather have a team that only has one superstar, but a bunch of very good role players, bench players, you know, just a lot of depth? Which one of those would you rather have? Chase, what do you think? Hmm. That's a good so, one. Okay. Yeah, it is a good one. So now these three 
Bonafide superstars. Are we talking top three in the league? Or are we talking top five, top ten? What, what are we talking? Top ten. That's all I'm thinking. More or less top, top ten. Okay. Um, and then the other one was if they had a lot of role players that were good. Uh, shit. Okay, that that's a really good one. Okay. Uh, usually, um, I would go with the, you know, the three powerhouse. Like, so let's say I had LeBron or. And Giannis and, and James Harden or whatever. Let's say yeah. that I had those. Um, that would be awesome. But then you got to think how ball dominant they are. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, w- I would go – I would usually go with that. I'm uh, not not to lie or anything. I would I would usually go with that. But in this case, in scenario that, you're, uh, that you've presented to me, like it's a uh, fucking PowerPoint. Um, I'm going to go one superstar with the multiple uh, solid role players simply because I would I would love to have LeBron or someone like a superstar caliber player on my team, but also have the, have the role players around me. Because um, usually uh, money comes a, becomes a thing. And with that being said, you get those three superstars, you have no money left. So you're going to scrape the bottom of the barrel. So you're going to be signed like Brian's Galabrini's and freaking, you <laughs> know, uh, they have a career average of like 0. 0.2 points a game. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, I, I would do the, I would do the one solid uh, bona fide superstar and then fill the surrounding with them because you can get some really good players around them for oh, yeah. less money. So I, I would do, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think? Yeah. I would, I would probably go with the one superstar also like, you know, we've all seen the big threes lately. That was the big thing for over the last couple of years and you can win with those and you can also get your butt kicked with those. And mm. you know, those aren't long-term things. Those are three, four year max things and just try to get, you know, three, four championships. And, uh, but you know, they're, they're beatable. They probably cause a lot of drama in, um, you know, in the locker room and stuff because, you know, so-and-so is not getting the, uh, getting the ball yeah. or enough or whatever. And yet, you know, it just doesn't seem very, I don't know, very enjoyable, I guess, to be around while the one superstar with good role players is like, you know, he's top-tier player that's going to make everyone else better for the long run, and that's also could be a long-term thing. I'd probably choose that. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't gave my opinion yet, but I agree, because I think ultimately if you have three – big time superstars and then a bunch of just average or less than average players, your depth becomes a major issue, especially if a guy, if one of those guys gets hurt or something, the depth becomes a major issue. But if you have a lot of really good role players and bench players and you have a lot of depth and you have more, you know, pieces to fill in those boys whenever those guys are injured. So I would go with that one too. Uh, Zach, what do you think about it? I mean, it depends what you mean by like role players. Well, if, like, okay, let's, let's just say. You're going with the like, analogy of like the Raptors. Let's go with the Raptors. Let's go with Kyle that. Lowry is still an All Star. Yeah, so Serge Ibaka. Like yeah, if we're talking role players, like guys who are still really good. Fred Van Fleet. I think with that roster, people look at Kyle Lowry as a role player. Kyle Lowry's made five straight All Star appearances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Gasol. 
made a lot of all-star appearances. Yeah. So, and chugged a bottle of wine. A full bottle did. of wine. What a legend. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but it, it, it depends what kind of role players it is, I guess. I, I would very prefer the three ones. super... Very, very good ones? Like Very good ones. Not all-star just, caliber not, or not, like... Not just your... Uh, uh, Scalabrini or somebody. I'm talking like you're running the mill. Yeah, they're not, they're not the running the mill role players that you see all the time. They're so like, like quality players who can do quality one players. Exactly. Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, you know all those types. Of guys. Okay, yeah, that. God, I would, I would love to have Lou Williams on my team. Yeah, so like, the when, when you first Absolute said bucket. when you first said role players, I pictured guys like Ray Allen, who was a phenomenal player, but towards oh, Ray Allen's man. career, all he was was a shooter. Yeah. Big shot. Yeah. His job was to run around off off ball screens, but as long as the role player thing would symbolize, you know, guys who are solid players. Yeah, like Scotty Pippen. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, does that mean? Nope. Did I just call a Hall of Famer a role player? You you, you might have suggested it. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll get above suggesting that he was a role player. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Pippen wasn't jack shit whenever Michael Jordan wasn't on the court with him. Anyways. 100%. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody was. <laughs> well, even guys like Dennis Rodman still went on to do incredible things. Yeah. But like, yeah. he did Scottie try to Pippen, marry himself, so that, that kind of didn't matter. Yeah. Right there. That, there's, you know what? I've, I've talked to a lot of girls in my life. That doesn't sound that bad anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I to look at least you're reliable and treat yourself. Hey, treat yourself, King. Treat yourself. Like, That's right. I, you know what? The Girls more relationships I'm in, the more I get it. Yeah, I agree. Can't trust them. <laughs> These hoes ain't loyal. They be tripping. Absolutely. <laughs> tripping for anybody uh, shows them attention. That's about it. Anyway, we ain't here nor there. Trace, you got you got any you got any uh... <laughs> Oh wait, sorry, we we didn't get Jimmy's answer, did we? Yep. Yeah, now, Jimmy oh, said role first. players too. Jim, all right, Jim. All right, sorry, didn't want to leave you out. Didn't want to leave you out. Um, hmm. Anybody else got any? Jimmy, you got one? I was thinking where I just saw Matt Scherzer get hit in the face. Ooh, rough. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, that was the most half-assed. But I know he's just, you know goofing around and bad at practice, but damn, dude, <laughs> holy shit! Ooh, Sorry, I know I should I shouldn't laugh. Um, but I was just thinking, would you rather like I've seen those video or that in in person in own batting practice, and I've also seen like a lot of the videos of here, man. I'm gonna stand six feet in front of you, and you're gonna chip the b- golf ball over my head. So I was thinking, would you rather get hit in the face with a golf ball or a baseball? Oh. oh. No. <laughs> Who, who's going first? No, I would not. Just that anyone. is my answer. My <laughs> answer is no. You know, right, hold on. My... Right. Okay, I'll, I'll raise the stakes. Okay. For, mm-hmm. you, had, you had to get hit in the face for one, but no matter which one, you would get paid, let's say, like ten million dollars. Oh shit! It doesn't okay. matter which one. That changes it. Either How fast one, are hitting it? It either normal chip shot or just like Max Scherzer bunt right in the face. Mm, mm. Where is it hitting you? 
Yes, that, that's a good call. The face. Anywhere. Right in the face. Are we talking like yeah. cheek, straight oh, to the oh, nose, oh, the eyeball, or just the face? Anywhere, yeah, anywhere <laughs> in the face. Anywhere in the face. Okay. It starts on the forehead, right. rolls around, gets the rest <laughs> of the face. Too. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> starts on the forehead, rolls around. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, that, that's a hard one. Wow. I feel, I feel like golf balls would stain a lot more and yeah. like a lot longer. Just yeah. they're, I like, just feel like a baseball like, might be able to knock you out, though. Yeah, that's that's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, give me the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put the flubber, put the flubber shit on that. And knock me out with a golf ball. It's fine. who's who's chipping the golf ball though. Yeah, yeah. That oh, that's even better. Who's chipping the golf ball? Like if it's like me, it might not even get to your face. That's fine. <laughs> if it, if it's from Trace, I'll gladly take. The <laughs> oh shoot. We'll say, oh, oh shit! All right, I'll say Phil Phil Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, taking ten. He is, he is hitting you in the face. Yep, okay. give me ten mil. That's the sole purpose. If it's from Phil, caps of steel, Phil. Yeah, yeah, take, it, take it to the dome. Take it to the dome. Give me the golf ball for sure. I'm going golf ball too. Golf ball, golf ball. Oh yeah, golf ball. Really? Oh man, I was just thinking baseball. <laughs> I'd rather take that butt right off the broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for, I don't know for some reason, I just feel like the golf ball would, even though it, oh, it so it hit, it hit you in the nose, or it just anywhere in the face, like you know you have no I'm idea. Just where about him in the eye, or knocking some teeth out. Yeah, that's true. But oh man, I just I don't know. But the did you defend yourself though? Your but yeah, as long as you get hit in the face, you get paid the ten million. <laughs> Oh. I'll be crying in the bank. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, take me to the bank, please. Yep. And then the yep. ER. <laughs> this swelling will go down. <laughs> It'll be okay, I promise. I believe uh, The Weeknd has a song. I can't feel my face. So, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I'll be playing that song. <laughs> the I, way to the all bank. the entire time. The entire time. I'm actually a little jealous it was only $10 million because Kim Kardashian made a lot more for taking something to the face than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> but didn't she have the greatest comeback in her career? <laughs> oh, man. She did get coming her back, though, didn't she? <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> what a comeback. On <laughs> that note. Like right off her chin. On that note. Oh, oh, get a few beers in this guy. He's a fucking comedian. Do you think she asked what part of the face was going to hit too? She just didn't want it in the eye. It, it was the exact same conversation. She didn't want it in the eye. I tell you what, though. <laughs> ever since she wore that leopard print thong and uh, bra, leopard print's been in style since. So you're welcome. There you go. It's <laughs> like how you said you're welcome like you did. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just th- I'm thinking on her behalf. I'm thinking, I'm thinking oh. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, Kim. Uh, if you uh, we take cash, check, uh, Visa, Mastercard, Amex, all the above. So you're welcome for the free ad. Uh, but <laughs> I expect to be paid. So <laughs> I expect to be paid. Nice cool like meal Kim will be fine. She knows how to fill out a check. Yeah, she totally listens. Underrated but confident. I guarantee it. She signs it with a crayon. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, Zach. Do you have a would you rather? Do you guys think it should be moose or meese? Meese. Meese. 180%. 100 damn percent it's meese. 
Meese. Meese. me off even thinking about is this even is this is even a debate oh. bonus question absolutely Meese or moosage mm. i like me still Meese. Meese. Meese sounds pretty dope like you're not gonna be like a like a moose farmer and be like yeah i got i got a flock of messages <laughs> <laughs> or moose look, look at that flock of me look at my flock of meese over there my big dick meese over there just running around <laughs> in the fucking pasture just having a good time my gaggle of geese. My gaggle of geese. Who the hell thinks of these 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 words? They're like, I got a gaggle of geese. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. one that concerns me is who looked at a group of crows and thought to themselves, murder. Mm-hmm. Murder is a group of crows. Yeah. A, a group of crows is called a murder. Makes really? Sense. Makes it's sense. Murder you ever seen the crow, the movie? Makes sense. Yeah. That, that's true. It does. No, that's true. Probably Edgar Allan Poe all the way. Sting, Sting, the greatest <laughs> wrestler of all time. That the was crow. Raven, His whole character Jimmy. was after the crow, so. Yeah. That was a raven. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Put some respect on his name. Respect. Okay. Edgar Allan Poe is dead like freaking nom times two, so he's fine. He's not I have an Edgar Allan Poe candle he can hear. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know he's this was uh, right Hocus here. Pocus, where they come back to life every fucking hour. Mm-hmm. He's sitting right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is totally random, but did y'all see that LeVar Ball in first take shoot his shot with that Molly Kiram chick? Yeah. That was freaking... Like... She's, she's married to Jalen Rose, so... I mean, yeah. Oh, good God. God. Makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I saw him. He's like, he he just didn't care. He just went out there on national TV. Yeah, there is only like one person in television that Lavar Ball is an upgrade over, and it's Jalen Rose. True. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like them both. Oh, really Jalen well. Rose did crap on Skip Bayless at one time, like nobody else has ever done though. And that was awesome. He's like, you average two point two points a game your senior year. Yeah. Oh man. Uh let's see here. I, okay. Do you guys know that Jalen Rose will block you on Twitter if, on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant scoring eighty-two, you mentioned that he gave up eighty-two points to Kobe Bryant. Nice. Mm. That he actually immediately blocks you. Yeah, um, that's funny. I tried. Jalen Rose <laughs> blocks me on Twitter. <laughs> That's wild, me. That's wild. Okay, I got one. So, changing gears here. Would you rather be a professional skateboarder, like X Games style, with 10 gold medals, but have multiple, multiple, and when I say multiple, I'm talking 12 plus, 12 plus, broken bones, or would you rather be a winner X Games like gold medalist, but you get frostbite every time you get you do it? Oh God! Break it's my so bones! Are so, they twelve broken bones at the same time? Break my bones! Uh, they're like throughout your career. Throughout your career, but they're all significant broken bones. They're not like minor ones. They're all significant. I'm talking like bone through skin. Compound like fractures. compound fractures. Ooh. That's and then, cool. I want to do that. Yep. But and, uh, yes. hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't let me finish. Let me finish. The frostbite is like off Mr. Deeds where it turns 
your whole foot like that completely about the frozen off black, blue, all the multiple colors. Nope. And you have no feeling. <laughs> nope. Proceed. Break my bones. All yep, the way. Broken bones. I'd probably say broken bones. Damn it. I, I thought that like was Paul George. I thought that was going to be a tough one, but obviously you guys proved me wrong. Because well, at least with the broken <laughs> bones, like they wouldn't all be at the same time so they could spread out. Like it, you wouldn't get a broken bone every time you competed. True. You get frostbite every <laughs> time sense. you're out there. It's like every well, four years, whatever it is. Honestly, though, if you got frostbite every time you competed, I feel like you would retire pretty young. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you would just That's be like, real. there's a sign here. <laughs> I'm like 25. I should probably wear retire. shoes. You're like, you're like, I just stuck the landing and I just shattered my ankle. <laughs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. I should probably wear shoes during this event. <laughs> Can we say that shoes from Texas? Yeah. Shoes from Texas. Man, you guys should look at that picture I tagged Trace in. It's every single character of SpongeBob ever. I just, yeah, I saw Is that. It my leg. I can't leave this home for 20 years. I know. Oh, man. We're old. What a time. We are old. We, we are old as shit. Yeah. We are older than the Raptors organization. That's, That's that crazy. is crazy. That is crazy. And um, the Rays. And the Rays, yeah. And sure. the Rays. Yeah. And the second stint of the Cleveland Browns. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, there you so go. True. What a time to be alive. So, with that being said, that wraps it up tonight. Underrated but confident. Podcast 17. Holy shit, fellas. What an episode. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation we just had. Uh, follow us on Apple, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. If you haven't already, uh, you know, that's your fault. Go play in traffic because, um, I mean, you're missing out. That's point blank. That's what it is. But uh, follow us on there. We'll follow back. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your week, Savages. We'll be back here in a couple of days. Enjoy your week. We'll see you soon. <laughs>